0: All right, we are live. Welcome in the latest episode of that SEC podcast brought to you by my bookie and Twisted D. I'm your host, Michael Bratton. I go by SEC Mike on Twitter, and I'm joined as always by my cousin Shane, who goes by Big Orange Bowls on Twitter. What's up, yo, Tennessee Homer? (laughs) Hey, buddy, what's going on? Oh, doing good. Picks Friday show, so I'm going to crack one open. Oh, yeah. Come on now. Ooh. Mm. let us know as always you can hear us. You can see us I, th- I think we've kind of figured it out by now i yeah. think i think yeah people are gonna be like what in the hell
1: yeah we'll find out it's not even streaming you know mm-hmm. no you got your cigar ready have you already Ooh. you already got it laid down thanks to ollie yeah, yeah i'm good with the cigar come on ollie gotta send us another one after saturday
0: oh danny's already calling for it please god lock he, he put Bama lock lock <laughs> he wrote it 50
1: times here Mike, I have never heard more pleading for a lock than this weekend. Uh, and I've, I mean, every weekend it's, it's, you know, Hey, don't do this. Don't do my, that's what it usually is. Don't do this team. Don't do this team. But I have gotten more, please God do Alabama this week. Please do it. Right. But, uh, maybe I will. Maybe I won't. Danny I wants know. to know, are you still hung over Shane? No, no, (laughs) no, I, I, I didn't. I was just, uh, we were just talking about that off air and, and, uh, hair of the dog, man, you know, just got to jump back on the wagon. So,
0: and this is, uh, this is not the official lock, but Mm -hmm. Shane did this in anticipation because so many people have been begging him to lock up Bama. So he made this little graphic. I'm throwing it on the screen now, sharing your little Grim Reaper with ML. How does that look, huh? I tell
1: you what, that old AI thing's something else. I keep getting flagged, you know. I think they want me that like there's something on there. When I put Grim Reaper and then I go like with a coach or something like that, mm-hmm. I guess they're wanting me to like some sort of death threat or something like that. So then it flags it and it won't make the image. So right, it's a little tough to do the old Graham Raper, but I thought that one looked pretty, pretty sweet. Smoking a cigar, petting a little... Little uh, Crimson tied elephant, you know?
0: Michael Kelly says, Cousin Shay needs to win his lock to pay for all these doctor visits. <laughs> <laughs> and Nima says, Cousin Shay was sober by dinner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, that's very, very, very true.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, Shane. So let's get into the action here. But before we do, like we always like to do, prize picks, we got to yeah. remind the audience head on over prizepix.com, prizepicks.com, promo code SEC. They'll match your initial deposit up to a hundred bucks over at prize picks. And that's daily fantasy sports. They got all the sports covered, not just college football, NFL, NBA, major league baseball, UFC. They got it all. Mm -hmm. And how about this Shane? Because there's such great people over there at prize picks and they want to, they want to help our listeners out. And you know, we love giving them these like parlay type deals. I'm giving them one for free. Yeah. Well, prize picks is not me. I've, I got nothing to do yeah. with it. Steph Curry, NBA starts on Tuesday, right? If Steph Curry scores one point, that's a winner. So seems like that should happen, right? Right. So <laughs> head on over to Prize Picks. You already got one locked away, and then the other three, Shane. These are all for the game of the week, and I think you're gonna. I know you. You're gonna like this, but you're gonna hate it. Oh God. Joe Milton, under 190 and a half passing yards against Al so essentially under right. hundred and ninety one yeah. passing yards versus Bama. I'm going under on my prize picks for Joe Milton. Where are you at with that?
1: Oh, okay. I mean I get that. I mean it was under it was right at a hundred last week and <laughs> right. in the fourth quarter it'll be taking a lot of knees. So uh yeah, I like this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, how about this one Shane? Jalen Wright. Yeah. Outstanding Tennessee running back. huh. over 58 and a half rushing yards against
1: Bama. I love that one. I love it. I love it. He's an absolute. There is not an an angrier runner in this league right now than him. Uh, He is violent. And when given the opportunity, he's going to hit that second level uh, at least a couple times in this game. So one big run and he's halfway there. So I like that. And then one more from the same
0: game, Shane. So Mm -hmm. we we got three plus the automatic Steph Curry. Jalen Milrow, you're going to like this one. Over half an interception,
1: I guess. I oh, think yeah. he throws a pick, yeah. He's got to get one in there, right? He's gonna get a little cocky somewhere through this game and it's gonna catch him, so yeah, they're gonna be trying to play catch up at the end, and you know how that's usually when you get your interceptions. So, <laughs> <Catch him>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: all right, buddy. So, we got some games to pick right into yeah. the action, yeah. And I'm gonna go, uh, you know, generally we like to go in order of the kickoffs, mm-hmm. but uh, there is one non-conference matchup to discuss army at LSU Mm -hmm. and uh, anybody that's not seen it I'll throw it up here on the screen they're doing something pretty awesome Shane they're honoring the military camouflage ends I've never seen an SEC team do this This is really neat of LSU hosting army LSU a 31 point favorite in this matchup 730 Eastern 630 Central on the SEC network the over-unders 58 total points And I got a little trivia for you, Shane. Yeah, little trivia here. Well, real quick before you jump into
1: that, uh, I like the engines. Have you shown the picture yet? Yes, sir. First thing I thought about with this is you know LSU's defense has been struggling a little bit this year. And kudos to that team for hiding it from Army. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I think this is a, I think this is an awesome, awesome, awesome game. And I, I think the, we'll probably see some coaches in camouflage too. So this is going to be pretty cool.
0: Yeah. And, and how about this, Shane? I, I bet you didn't know this. LSU? Yeah. I don't know how many times they've played them, but they've never beaten Army. Yeah. And there's nine teams that LSU has never beaten you have any idea I got all nine here you have any idea of all of them I'm just wondering yeah. if you know any of the any of the nine that lSU has never beaten hmm and Give, you already know one Army's one of them so there's
1: eight yeah. other ones nah, I don't know I mean I I'd just be <laughs> guessing here I just thought this was kind of interesting
0: Cincinnati how about yeah. that oh, okay. Rutgers, SMU, Maryland, Stanford, Nebraska, Nebraska Penn
1: State and Ucla they beat everybody okay. else. Yeah, those last ones are a little intriguing. I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, man, Um, Because, you know, they've had opportunities. They've had games between them, you would think. So, mm-hmm. well, mark one off your list. Army's going <laughs> down. You know yeah. uh, I don't but, know how to schedule these things. But. I will say,
0: you know, we saw UTSA this, this year because yeah. they played Tennessee. And I thought they played them pretty tough. Army beat UTSA at UTSA. Just throwing it out there. Yeah. But they also lost to UL Monroe, who we saw A&M. Yeah. Boat race. So I don't know, but wherever that is, that's all the information I got on army.
1: Don't you, but you know, when you, they're going to be talking about future, you know, teams that they're going to play and stuff like that. And if you knew that stat, wouldn't you be like, Hey, let's get, let's get Nebraska on here. You know? Right. I'd like let's to get, knock all them off. Let's get Penn state. Let's be the one team that's not, that's has a win over. ever. I don't know if that even happens. I, you know, there's always these weird stats that pop up, but seems like if you're nine away, Yeah, in ten years we can have that knocked out. Mm -hmm. Someone in the comments said they're distracted by World War III anyway. (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: Oh
1: (laughs) Oh, man! So Uh. who you got the ball game? Uh, Well, obviously um, got LSU here, but there's a couple things. Looking forward to this game. Um, You know, just momentum. Keep it going. Keep it rolling. Uh, LSU has just putting up a ton of points every single game. You know the defense is starting to figure it out. Like you said, we got Perkins involved now, and it mm-hmm, it mm-hmm. seems like that's what we've been missing—a little bit of aggressive side on that side of the ball. So, um, yeah, this this one should not be a game at all. But that's a lot of points—thirty-two points. And what was over under on this one? Do you know right offhand? I think it fifty-eight. Was... So, man, that's a lot of points. And I, I, I'm I'm going to go with Army with against against the spread. There, I just. Right. Uh, I think 32 is too many, but I've got LSU winning pretty handsomely here. 49, Army, 20. Oh, baby. i like to pull some M starters in the second half. And we're getting questions in, in the comments, Shane. Uh, if, the, if
0: Army wins, do we fire Brian Kelly? <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's crazy. You know, going into this weekend, I, I don't know about you, Mike, but there's a lot of people talking about this as like, not a sexy schedule, you know, not, not a lot of things, uh, intriguing here. There's a couple of games that we're going to get to that. And that's I, when they get you. Yeah, I'm telling you, isn't it. That's, that's what I'm afraid of is that there's a potential. One thing we've not had yeah. is a huge upset and I'm not saying army does it, but I'm saying it could happen this weekend. And then all of a sudden third Saturday in October, like, Oh my God, did you watch that game?
0: Yeah. Nima, a great comment. If army wins. LSU will make Kelly serve overseas. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right, we're getting into the SEC action chain, yeah. but before we do, real quick, want to remind the audience we're brought to you by MyBookie. Head on over to mybookie.ag today. Put in that promo code that SEC for this SEC action chain. They're willing to give our listeners a $200 instant cash bonus over at mybookie.ag. Just the most important part. That promo code, that SEC, this man over here can't pick a game to save his life. Fade cousin Shane with that free two hundred bucks. You be in the money. You you could be giving us twenty thousand pesos or whatever. Yeah, in a I mean, you know, it's
1: going to be up there. And and I'm one in eleven. I feel bad because. You know, people are coming in now. They're like, okay, I'll start gambling now. You know, it's like, <laughs> no, I'm about to start hitting. You know what I'm saying? I feel like the tide's about to turn, pun intended. you know what I'm saying? Yep. So let's get into the action, Shane. Wait, for, Who did you have
0: for the LSU game? You didn't give me a oh, score. Oh, I didn't did even you? give a score? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm already, yeah, I'm you? all over this place here. Uh I've been drinking. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, obviously I got LSU, but s- right. same things. LSU 49, Army 20. I want to see the defense that, that made strides against Auburn. Mm-hmm. I need to see that again. Yeah. I need to see Harold Perkins being a disruptive force like he was. I got all the confidence in the world that LSU can, they could probably score 60, 70 points on Army. Yeah. But I, I kind of want to see Garrett Nussmeyer in this one. Yeah. Get some rest. We got a bye week coming up for Alabama, game of the year, potentially in the SEC. But if the defense gives up, Oh, wait, I said 42-14 is my score. Okay. I just read your score, I think, verbatim. Yeah. LSU 42, Army 14. If Army scores more than 14 points, I'm concerned. Yeah. And I think we got no shot to win in Alabama because this, this is freaking Army. Right. If if they got over two touchdowns, I'm I'm majorly, majorly concerned.
1: They made strides last week. I want to see it continue. Yeah. No, I think you're right, man. And no question, just put it away. Just like you did last week. Just keep doing that. And then when we roll into an Alabama game, we could say, "Hey, this one is the game. This one right. could decide the West." You know. We just got uh, appreciate your Gunners ten bucks. The
0: decaying dynasty. That's all he wanted to hear. This <laughs> is the truth. All right. It's, it's coming up. All right. First first matchup, all SEC. Shane. Yeah. Mississippi State at Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Arkansas favored by six and a half points at home. Noon Eastern, eleven Central on ESPN. Right after College Game Day, a lot of eyes on this. Yeah, we've we've been talking all week. Sam Pittman, Zach Arnett must win. It's compounded by the fact this is national television right after Game Day. Yeah. A lot of eyes are going to be on this game. Over under forty eight and a half points. Last season, Mississippi State won forty to seventeen. KJ did not play in that matchup. Arkansas leads the all time series eighteen to four with one tie. And keep in mind Mississippi State's had two weeks to
1: prepare. Yeah. For this matchup. Still don't know the quarterback situation here. I do not know. They're yeah. they're keeping it coy. I'm I thinking Mike Wright, I, I, and I, I think that's the spark Mississippi State needs. They need something. They yeah. need some some sort of life, something to just kind of rejuvenate this this fan base, the squad. It's it's pivotal. We talked about it must win. It's you cannot lose. Whoever loses his job, Mike most likely loses their job. I said job loses this game, most likely loses their job at the end of this year. I feel like that's how important this one is. Yep. Because Arkansas has squandered some really close games. I'm I'm not faulting them for Alabama. I'm not going to fault them for the LSU matchups, but the BYUs, you know what I'm saying? There's 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 some, those games is is what we think about when we think about Sam and we think about Arkansas is a it's a good team, a real good team. Just can't get it done, man. I'm telling you, this they need this one. Yep. They need this one. But then you go to the other side, same thing. Mississippi State, two weeks to prepare for this one. This is a a huge matchup for Arnett. I, I feel like he is also fighting for his job, his career. Um, so come out here and win against Arkansas. That's you're you're the underdog. That that would be a big win. That'd be a, a big feather in your cap here. Problem I have, Mike, is two weeks. I don't think is enough to get this defense where it needs to be. You know, Arkansas the reason that they're in this game is they find ways to make points. Mm. The defense is just aggressive enough to to create turnovers, create a little chaos there in the backfield, which I think is something that we're going to see this week. But again, this is a this is a squad that knows that they're going against an opponent that they can beat and they're going to beat and that being said, man, I think this is a big, big game for Sam. I didn't lock it. Calm down, Arkansas. <laughs> but I do think that Mississippi State drops another one. Arkansas does not keep this one close. Ooh. They they pull away late, and maybe Mississippi State even kind of makes it interesting at the end. But I've got Arkansas 31, Mississippi State 20. That'd be a big one. They need it. After they, five losses they in a row. They you both know need what? it, but... I don't know. Arkansas is just backs against the wall. This this is a bowl team. It we shouldn't be asking ourselves, man, are they going to make a bowl or not? We th- it shouldn't be a question. Right. But they're they can't afford to lose a game like this because if they lose this one, Mike, they may not go to a bowl. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, and
0: I, I think you I think you're 100% right, Shane. And one thing I really liked what you said, Mississippi State defense. Here's a stat that uh, the athletic likes to use all the time. It's yeah. called defensive stop rate, mm-hmm. and all that means is percentage of drives that you face that you force a punt, a turnover, or turnover on Dan's. Yeah. So uh, just a, not a score or scoring opportunity. Mississippi State 114th in the country. That's bad. So damn near every possession, <laughs> damn near every possession they're facing the the opponent is a scoring opportunity. So. Yeah. Uh, the, 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 the under is only 48 and a half. The over might be a safe play here Yeah, because both you look at the scoring efficiencies, both offenses, Mississippi States and Arkansas have an advantage over the respective defenses. That's big. How about this, Shane? Mississippi State 115 pass defense efficiency in the country. That's also very bad. Uh, I think this is a big KJ game uh I, I do think mississippi state is going to run be able to run the ball but woody marks he's another one we don't know right he's kind of banged up uh you know I, I think the fans are still supporting the arkansas razorbacks but if you lose this one i think that goes out the window yeah so I, i'm 100 percent there with you i like arkansas at home it may be a different story if it's Starkville, but it's it's in fayetteville arkansas 28 mississippi state 20 mm. in the must win bowl and i'm I'm not locking this one up either, because I, to be quite honest with you, I don't have confidence in either one of these teams.
1: Yeah, conf. Let me ask you this: confidence. If you, oh, course off, my bad. If uh, <laughs> it's right by we, Shane's
0: toe, there. we knew this name was Kevin. <laughs>
1: if if let's say one of these teams lose, I I I just kind of told you I feel like this. Maybe the the final nail in the coffin here. Mm-hmm. How confident are you that a losing coach in this ball game is still coaching for their squad next year? Is there one that you're leaning a little more toward? I'm not trying the hot seat talk because that is very popular right now. Jimbo is leading that campaign, mm. but this these two teams I think are right there behind him.
0: Yeah, I mean that's fair to say, but um, I don't know. I, hmm. I've heard Sam Pittman's buyout like is cut in half if yeah. they keep him for next year. Yeah. So I, when I heard that, of course, if they lose out, how can you bring him back? Right. And if they lose this game, they may lose out. So, right. yeah. So I guess I'm kind of, I'm kind of split. Yeah. Talking out both sides of my mouth here, but uh, I I don't think this is a game that gets Zach Arnett fired. Okay. I think if he loses out, though. <laughs> right. Kind of the same deal. If he loses out, then then we'll make a. But, yeah, I, I, it's not looking good for the loser. I yeah,
1: mean, th- yeah. that's the obvious. <laughs> it's all going to be left on the field on this one, man. Yep. Right after game day, too. So yep. every, all eyes are going to be on this one. All right, how about next matchup,
0: Shane? Ole Miss mm-hmm. at Auburn. Let's see here. Uh, uh-oh, I'm all over the place. Wait, no, wrong. Well, let's just go with that one. Ole Miss, yeah. number 13 Ole Miss at Auburn. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss. Six-and-a-half-point favorite on the road. 7 o'clock Eastern, 6 Central on ESPN. The over-unders, 54-and-a-half points. Last season, Ole Miss won 48-34. Auburn, though, won six in a row before last season. And Auburn leads the all-time series 35-11. Hugh Freeze, Lane Kiffin. We're going to get some fireworks in this showdown. Who you like in the matchup? Let me explain
1: locks for a second, Mike. We all have that. Everybody asks, they say, Shane, why don't you put your lock on this? Why don't you put your lock on that? Well, I don't want to cheat the system. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I go into a lock, I truly think, you know, this is a team that is going to destroy the other one or beat pretty bad. I, I go back and forth on that. So I can't just say, hey, I'd like to, as much as I would love to say, I can't go in there and think that Tennessee, I think that Tennessee-Alabama game is going to come down the wire. I don't think there is a favorite, quote-unquote favorite. So I couldn't just cheat the system here, or I feel like I'm I'm cheating, you know, the picks. You're right. So this one right here, I have full confidence that the streak gets broken. That's how common I am in this pick. It almost blows my mind that this is six and a half. I can't believe it. The way that Ole Miss's offense has been playing, oh, my gosh. They've been playing like their hair's on fire. It's Now they've discovered they're running the rushing attack. Mm-hmm. you got uh, tons of weapons around Jackson Dart. I have full confidence that they're not going to – I don't care where it's played. Everybody's saying J- Jordan Hare is, is is a tough place to play. Absolutely, it is. But not this year, you know. I don't think so. Not with Ole Miss. I think Ole Miss is going to come down there and whoop some ass. That's what I feel like is going to happen here. Now – the only thing that scares me is Auburn doing like they did with Auburn, keeping it close, slowing the game down. But also like the game last week with LSU, this is an offense that once it gets out of hand, a couple of scores on them, they're not going to be able to keep up with. So let's go ahead and lock this bad boy down. <laughs> Ole Miss 41, <laughs> Auburn 21. Better days are ahead for Auburn. They're not Saturday. Well, maybe they are now, now that I've locked them down. But. I'm, sh-
0: I'm showing, this is the, the new image Shane has made with the Grim Reaper <laughs> and Juice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, who's a good boy?
1: <laughs>
0: uh, is there, can I change my lock now that you've made oh, yours? Oh, did you lock this one too? Double oh, cousin God. curse. Oh, Auburn's man. winning for sure. Auburn is winning for sure I can't believe it Shane I don't have it quite as bad as you but oh boy I don't know I'm I'm just not a believer in old Miss uh, even though I've locked them up I no I, I, I oh, locked okay. them up but now I now I've I'm I know they're gonna lose this football game uh-huh. because you've locked them up and I've locked them up the double cousin Shane curse we just can't get over it Shane uh third down conversions Auburn worst In the SEC, 110th in the country. Yeah, Ole Miss, although 105th in the country, and third downs allowed. So something's got to give there. Uh, I just can't. I can't even get through this now that I know you've locked it down. Everything says pick Ole Miss, Shane. Scoring efficiency. Ole Miss two, Auburn defense eight. Auburn offensive scoring efficiency 14th in the SEC. Right. Ole Miss defense fourth. I mean these matchups. Heavily, heavily favor Ole Miss. Like you said, you know, key to the game, they got to get Jugkins going. Yeah. That's paramount. Without Juggins, Ole Miss is just not the same team. Jackson Dart's been banged up. They're getting their weapons back. All that bad blood. Just for me to lock of the week, oh, Ole Miss thirty eight, Auburn twenty eight, and congratulations, Auburn Tigers, <laughs> on your biggest win of the season. Here it is. I mean, this is, if you ain't going to my bookie right now and <laughs> throwing everything you can, you know, don't spend the mortgage, but anything you can afford to spend, put it on Auburn because we've just
1: no, we've just don't kiss a death over here. I don't. I wouldn't quite do that because I feel really good about this one, Mike. I feel really, really good about this one. And, and one of the things, the only, the thing that I guess my only reserve, you know what they say
0: every week in the, in the comments, what?
1: they say, this is the week the curse ends. It, isn't it? And it just continues. No, right? no, no, no. no. <laughs> this one, it ends. And I'm going to, I mean, obviously I'm a little concerned when Vegas comes in with a less than a touchdown right. lead, you know, that, that one was like a red flag. They're but, begging you to take Ole Miss is what they're doing. Th- well, maybe, maybe I get it. I get it. But, but, but sometimes Vegas is wrong. You know, he's, <laughs> he's, 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 I haven't been wrong yet, but I will. Or I've, Yeah. So, but the other thing about it is if you ask Hugh, when he took this job, is there a game when he, he's looking on the schedule right. that he wants more than any, it's this one right here. I mean, obviously everybody knows the history between Ole Miss and Hugh Freeze. More than the Iron Bowl. No, without a doubt, maybe without maybe. a doubt, not even close. Okay, yeah. Now I get, Oh again, yeah, well, with this is his right. history and everything, his history. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. now I'm, five, ten years from now, if he's still down there, obviously that's going to be changing. But yeah. year one, yeah, this is a game that he wants, and he's going to throw everything at. So. But again, I really like Lane Kiffin. I not personally because he he hurt me a few years back, but <laughs> I, I will say, other than that, play calling, what he's been doing with this team has been impressive. The defense is even kind of starting to step up a little bit. I don't, I can't wrap my head around why Vegas thinks this game's going to be ex- so close. Well, now I do. You know, I'm locking them, <laughs> not changing it. I just last time, I just want to
0: congratulate you, Auburn, on the big win <laughs> this weekend. All right, uh, how about this matchup, Shane? South Carolina mm-hmm. needing to win big time at Missouri. Missouri, number 20 team in the country, Shane, favored by a touchdown at home. 3.30 yeah. Eastern, 2.30 Central on the SEC Network. Over under 60 total points. Last season, Mizzou went into South Carolina and won 23-10. to 10 and that was as South Carolina's a ranked team. Mizzou is an unranked. Now the, the roles have been reversed. Yeah. Mizzou's won four in a row in this series. And Drink has also won four in a row in this series. <laughs> One was at a different school. Uh, Mizzou leads the all-time series
1: 8-5. to five. Who do you like in the Columbia Bowl? You know, I'm kind of surprised. I don't know what the prize picks were on this game but I'm kind of surprised you didn't pick any. because They took them off the board. Did they? Because everybody was betting on my bet. Ah, I, I bet that's it. Yeah, because <laughs> the, if you like defense, you're going to hate this game, Mike. Yep. The Battle of Columbia, this is going to be a fun, exciting game. It's going to be back and forth and back and forth. And there's going to be a team, one team, that makes a mistake, maybe two, and it's just going to give that other program an opportunity to run away with this thing. That's, that's how I feel this one's going to play out. You know, the jokes are out. Right now. And I, and I feel bad to a certain extent on South Carolina because they're in the news for the wrong reasons. They're in the news about their coach and his hissy fits and the broken foot. We got Paul Feinbaum out here making fun of it. Paul Feinbaum's making fun of you. Yep. You're in trouble, you know. But, he does it to me about twice a day. Yeah. Well, <laughs> 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 but I, I, I think, again, you know, even that little video, SEC Shorts. I mean, everyone is piling in on South Carolina right now and, and some squandered opportunities that they had. Yeah. But you know who's really not squandering opportunities is Mizzou. They are doing it right All across the board. Offense, defense, not as good as I'd, I'd like them to be, but they're, they're, they're doing just enough to keep them in these games. Uh, it's a little tough when your offense scores so much. It's just the facts. Yeah, And this offense is a humming right now. They are a four-headed monster, and I cannot wait to watch this ball game. I almost locked it up, but I didn't want to mess up a good thing with them Mizzou's right now because they're they're firing. So without further ado, brother, I, I do think South Carolina, that offense has finally... Establish some sort of an identity. I, I love that they've found a little bit of a rushing attack. They're going to need that to keep this one close. Mm-hmm. But the defense is my biggest concern. It's a gaping hole. We all know it. It's a problem. And I don't think it got fixed this week. So, Mizzou, big win here. Continuing to roll. 35, South Carolina, 21. Oh. <laughs> What, what's the narrative on Beamer if they lose by two touchdowns He's here? lost it. Rocktober. Flop- <laughs> Rocktober. <laughs> you know, I don't know. They're going to come up with something. But it's. The, I, I think the problem we're going to have here, Mike, is as you're looking at the back half of South Carolina's schedule, they still have a small glimmer of hope to make a bowl game. Mm-hmm. But you talk about just utter defeat after this. This will be a tough loss. This will be a big one because – you poll the audience, South Carolina fans that are listening right now. I guarantee none of them think that they should lose this game. They shouldn't. They think they every time one of the the one of the hottest topics in, when we had a, a Mizzou or a South Carolina guy at, at SEC media days. These two squads hate each other, yep. and they hate each other so much because they. One knows they can beat the other one, and one knows they can beat the other one. Well, Saturday, one thing can happen, and you're 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 pissed off, and you're you're pointing fingers. So that's what's going to happen here because both fan bases are expecting a win, and this would be a monumental win for Shane Beamer with all the shit that's going on right now around him. Yeah, the top twenty win on the road. This is bi- that would be huge. You want to get South Carolina back on tra- on track? This is how you do it. But I just don't think they can because Mizzou has just been playing out of their damn minds right now.
0: And let me tell you why you're wrong. <laughs> Shout out first, Janet. She gives she just gave us 10 bucks, Shane. Yeah. This is a bribe to never lock down them dough. So <laughs> keep that next week. Keep that in your
1: back pocket. I'm surprised nobody says, it. Here's ten dollars so you can shut up, you know, <laughs> just to get Shane to stop rambling.
0: But this this is a classic game, Shane. This is Wait, this which
1: sh- dogs? Uh Georgia! Oh, okay. always the Georgia's. Yeah. Now, yeah. I'm on the so bandwagon. This is a there.
0: classic. Shane Beamer rope a dope. Yeah, oh. he's done it many times, Here brother. We he's done. He's goofy as hell. He can't coach. Mm-hmm. Yada yada yada. There, he's in over his head. They'll never do anything. And then he marches into Columbia, and they play the best damn game they've played all year. Shane. Yeah. Scoring efficiency. Let me tell you. Well, this is not going to help my case. South Carolina, number 12 offense. But last week against Florida, they were going up and down the field on them. Exactly. And Florida was a top five defensive efficiency. I think they saw some things in the bye week. Now, they, didn't, they sure as hell didn't solve defense. So this, this, if they're going to win this game, Shane, it's going to be a shootout. But Mizzou, they can't stop the pass. They got one of the worst pass defenses in the SEC. And Spencer Rattler is red hot. He's got money on the line, brother. He, he needs games like this. I don't think they have any answer for yeah. Xavier Leggett. We got Mario Anderson. We got him going last week. He had over 100 yards against some Florida Gators. Game of the year right here for them. South Carolina Gamecocks. Shane. I'm going South Carolina 33, Missouri 33. Onto Morristown, thirty-five. Missouri wins, <laughs> but it, I, I bet you. I think it's going to come down to maybe the thicker kicker, kicking a field goal as time ex- expires, something to that nature. Because because this is this is a throw throw the damn kitchen sink type game. They they have to get this one. Carolina does. Yeah. Um, you, you know they could still make a bowl game. I think if they lose this one, but it's it it's very 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 slim because I think they would have to win out. I believe. But this is a I don't want to call it a winnable game, because hell, they've never they don't beat Mizzou. But right. I I think they're capable. I I really do think they're capable, and mm. maybe maybe Kentucky's just completely fraudulent. Shit. Right. And Mizzou went up there and just like Georgia, smoked Kentucky. And I don't know what has Kentucky done. They beat Florida, but yeah. uh, oh well, that was <laughs> that was probably a fluke. You know what I mean? So yeah. I think this is a tight tight game. I really do. I think it goes down to the wire. And uh, I, I'll give it to Mizzou, but only by a very, very thin margin.
1: Well, and and I think what you need is Mizzou to be cocky. Right. Pun intended. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Dad jokes. Full force here. But I, I think I, that's exactly what you need. You need you need Mizzou to just feel like, hey, we've got this in the bag. Take a little foot off the gas. Right. You know, that's, that's what you need. And then. South Carolina, like I said, discovering that running game with Anderson, I think, is the biggest part of that team right now. Other than the defense, obviously, that's our biggest concern. That's why you have us. We both have them losing this one, but but man, this offense has has kept them in a lot of games this year, and and will continue to do out throughout the season. And Rattler still, he's still Rattler, man. Leggett, still Leggett. Now you got Lil' Anderson. You know, he reminds me of Lil' Anderson. He reminds me of, uh. you remember Jamal Anderson? Is that his name? They're at uh, Dirty Birds, yeah, oh yeah, Atlanta oh Falcons. Yeah. Yep. You know, I was just thinking low low center of gravity just somehow yeah. manages to stay on his tough feet. Tough runner. Tough, tough runner. So we just need something. We need something on the defense side. But Mizzou, I just have full confidence. And the fact that it's at home, I could flip it. It was in Columbia. But, you know, South Carolina did this last year. After that Florida game, we're like the world's falling, you know. Yep, sky's falling. This it's over. They're out. They're done. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, they just rip off a new one. So that that's that's your only glimmer. I hope. I think if you're a South Carolina fan, is that hey, we are a second half squad, and if we can figure it out, we can close this thing strong. Yep. Are you ready to elevate your college football
0: game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game beverage for college football fans. Twisted tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and picks a flavorful punch, 5% alcohol, and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering on your favorite SEC team. Twisted tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love of college football. Keep it Twisted. All right, we got a game of the week, Shane, here, but before we do, Mm -hmm. uh, let the audience know. This is a little—we've never done this before, so apologies. If you're just watching, and and obviously you're you're getting this now, uh, the video is going to post tomorrow, so you won't see this. But for the audio people that are listening tomorrow, let's kick it over. we got an interview, Chris Marler, Saturday. I basically just told him for 20 minutes on how Alabama sucks. So the podcast people will get it, and you y'all video people, we we do appreciate you. But be on the lookout for this video uh, tomorrow. It will post on the video. But all right, one of our favorites back on the show, Chris Marler, Saturday football uncensored. I got the name right this time, just for you, buddy. Saturday he down south, and uh, he's a big Bama homer. So of course we had to have him on the show. This is happy, Chris, before Alabama loses to Tennessee. Hopefully, we can get some reaction after when, uh, when they lose. How, how's it going, buddy?
2: Um, listen, well, first off, I'll say this. like I know that you're mainly joking about the Bama Homer stuff because like, I, I, I make no secret about it that I grew up as a Bama fan. I am a Bama fan, all that kind of stuff. I maintain the fact that I can be as objective and unbiased about stuff as possible. I criticize Bama all the time, all the time. I will tell you personally right now, this game this weekend, all that shit is out the door. And I'm it, like the whole every approach I've taken to this game is strictly as like a homer, like like fuck y'all. I just I, I this thing's been like circle on my calendar Um, because I still have a calendar on the wall like an idiot uh for a long time. So
0: and have you backed off Tommy Reese as the next head coach of Alabama? Oh my God.
2: It's so bad. I spent fifty-seven dollars on Etsy making shirts that said Reese Nuts, and now I have three shirts. I, like, it's so bad. They had five. They had five or like the game last week against Arkansas. If there was one bright moment, it was that they gained over four hundred yards of offense, and that's the first time in, in five games or six games that they had gone over three hundred and sixty-five yards of offense. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I'll back off of that. I don't. I don't like. I don't think that's going to be the play, the, the play at all. I think, you know what? I'll say it. I don't think Nick was being honest with all of us when he was giving him rave reviews in, in July <laughs> at media Day.
0: <laughs> now I heard on your latest episode of Saturday football and sensor of must listen, go listen, go check it out. But you were basically saying last week struggles. That's, that's a, that's a harsh word, but the inconsistencies for, mm-hmm. for Alabama against Arkansas that sets up well in your mind, heading into this Tennessee game. Can you kind of rehash that that thought?
2: Yeah, so like I think that a lot can, from week to week, like people in general during football season, because it's like a very small season, right? It's 14 weeks. So we get caught in prisoners of the moment all the time, like all the time. And Bama had a very close game against Arkansas, especially if you tuned in in the fourth quarter and saw Arkansas storming back and had 15 points blah blah. Going into that game, I kept saying all week, I was like, I don't know why anyone is not – talking about one Arkansas plus 19 and a half and two, this being a trap game. Cause you're like, you just came off a huge emotional win at a and M right. Then you have Tennessee in a revenge game at home the week after in a, in a massive rivalry game. And in between you get Arkansas who's two and four, you beat them for 16 straight years. And it's an 11 AM kick. And in those two games, it's sandwiched in between those two games. Also a team that's like played you pretty close the past two years at times. Like it just screened trap game. And bama did really well for like i don't know like 44 minutes and 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 they just fell apart at the seams um the thing that concerns me the most about bama is like the penalties don't seem to stop for one um but it's it's the offensive line and like you just keep thinking you just keep thinking especially because they said it they said it themselves at media days about joyless murder ball and it's really just Mm -hmm. joyless ball at this point it's really been really bad um but like they gave up five sacks, four to one player. It is it is the, I think it's the sixth straight game they allowed at least four sacks in a game, which is the only it's the only I think Power Five team that's done that in the last twenty years. Like so, going into this game, if you look at like where the matchups, like the important matchups are, I think all offseason we would have said, "How's Baylor going to stop Tennessee's offense? How how are they going to like score points and keep up with with Josh Heupel's offense?" The biggest mismatch of this entire game, and it, it's a mismatch. Is Tennessee's D line in front seven against Bama's O line because it's going to be they're they're going to be in for a long day with that Tennessee front four who's been really really good all year.
0: Over under two and a half drunk texts or voicemails you're going to send me when Tennessee wins this game.
2: I won't I won't talk to you when t- if Tennessee wins. I won't I won't talk to anybody. <laughs> I, like, I like I I saw we got that alert today about. Like all Americans need to be on like like on watch about like uh, being attacked on Friday. I hope they move it to Saturday if Bama loses. I'll just say it because um, I don't want to be here anymore if that happens. So um, that was morbid and just a joke, I promise. But like I I I know that you'll. I need to, I need to stay away from anything that you say. Mm-hmm. If y'all win, you you were fine last year. I, like you yeah. were you were fine, but like. I know myself well enough. I know that you're a, a good friend of mine, and I like you. And, and like, I also know that if you say anything about that game on, on Twitter, I'm going <laughs> to overreact no matter what. Just fall for it every time.
0: Yeah, and, and how long after Tennessee wins do Alabama fans start saying, you know, it's time to move on from Nick. Can we hire Josh Heupel?
2: <laughs> See, like, I think that you need this more than Bama does. To be honest, I think I think that you're like because this is year four of you doing this of, of, of the, the Kane dynasty, and all that kind of stuff. And like I I like it's a tall task for them to go into Tuscaloosa. It, it is. And and I think that like I, there's a lot of there's a lot of reasons that I would look at this game and, and try to convince myself, be confident that Bama can win. Um, but there's just also a lot of stuff, too, if you're being honest, like there's a lot of potentially problematic Things that could happen in this game and and what Tennessee what I tell you what what concerns me a lot about Tennessee is that this is not an offense that is is doing what they did last year there's not going to be a a receiver getting five touchdown receptions in this game I I hope not otherwise I'm gonna be really upset but like (laughs) last week against A&M the best unit the best part of A&M's entire roster and team all that stuff is the defensive line and the front four and and the front seven and Tennessee decided at one point they were going to choose violence and they just ran the ball and they ran it at will and they wore them down and played like Tennessee bullied Texas A&M into that win. And they played a complete football game. Like they, they pinned them deep in like late in the third quarter, I like think early fourth on the one yard line stopped on three downs, get the ball back at like, they were going to get great field position, end up running back for a touchdown. Like that's not luck. That's, that's a well coached and like well-rounded team. And you know, like, I don't know how many, I think they had a lot of penalties, but I'm sure Bama will have more. They got Fucking Jermaine Burton got a penalty on a false start <laughs> when we were kneeling the ball at the end of the game. I don't even know
0: that's <laughs> fucking possible. Yeah, so let's go there. That's what I wanted to ask you next, the penalties. It, that, does, that is not an issue that has uh, resolved itself for Alabama, but maybe a little bit different story at home, but maybe not because you just shouted out a penalty uh, last week. But, um, you know, our penalties, is that a big concern going into this Tennessee game for Alabama?
2: So not really as much. I think like – I'm not gonna get into this with you because it's only gonna make me mad about last year and the penalties. I, I don't know how Tennessee is the most penalized team in the in the like conference and almost the country, and managed to get six for 39 yards. Bama Bama almost got six in a, in a span of three plays. They got five in a, a three-play series. Um, I did I did a deep dive on this a couple of weeks ago about like the, the difference in penalties for Bama, like on the road versus at home. And it's staggering. Like it's it's over four extra penalties a game, it's over 28 yards extra per game. Um and you know, like I know that the bullshit narrative about Bama getting all the calls, like I I, I know it. It's, it's like just cliche, dumb shit. Because if you look at the numbers, it's not real. Bama's really struggled on the road, though, specifically with penalties. And I think like three of their last six true road games, they've had ten more penalties than their opponent, like ten more on their own. Like that's insane to me. Um, at home, they have not had the same issues. They still had some dumb mistakes, and they like especially this team. But I, I'm not as concerned about the penalties at home as much as I would be on the road just because of the track record. Like that, That's obviously been difficult. The, other, mm-hmm. the the one thing that's concerning is that the timeliness of the penalties is, like, <laughs> fucking awful. Like, they've had six touchdowns called back. Like, it, I, I don't even know how that's possible. Um, so that kind of stuff is, is the main concern. Like, can you go off the field on third down? Can you not do something stupid? Can you not turn a third and three into a third and eight? I it just and Tommy Reese, if you're listening, can you not turn a fucking first and ten to a second and sixteen?
0: <laughs> Who do you think Tennessee fans will be more upset with come Saturday afternoon, Joe Milton or Gary Danielson?
2: Joe Milton, like <laughs> there's, I mean, they're starting to turn, turn on him. I think, and I, I, I feel like I don't want to pile on this kid because I've, I've been like haven't really been sold on Joe Milton since before the season. It's just he's not the same quarterback as Hendon Hooker because no one is. Like no one is. Hinden Hooker was a generational quarterback at, at Tennessee. Um, Milton is not gonna beat Alabama, in my opinion. He, I just don't think it's gonna happen. And if something happens, like I, I think it's gonna be like a low scoring game. and if he does the kind of shit that we've seen, you know, Milro do at times, like where he throws like that interception last week at sayem if he if he does that, if he's the reason they lose this game, like if they're able to run the ball well and play great defense, but Milton has like two or three turnovers, yeah, they're gonna be calling for a name they can't pronounce like quarterback like the next week. Like it's yeah, you know.
0: Well, you said it yourself. You're an Alabama guy, but on this show and many others, including your own, you accurately predicted Texas to beat Alabama in Tuscaloosa. Do you see anything that was All right, right? Did you well? Wow. Well, I, said, I didn't I realize did that. that.
2: In the sunrise that they'd beat them by ten plus points.
0: Did you do you see anything in Tennessee? That Texas can do to uh, to upset the Crimson Tide in Tuscaloosa.
2: So, the, I mean, again, the front seven like, like in that game, Texas Texas had five five sacks. Bama had none, and Bama Bama like is top five in the country in, in sacks this season. They've been really good up front. They had none in that game. Tennessee does not give up a lot of sacks unless something changed last week. I know going into the that week, they they give up the third fewest in the country. Um, so, like that for for sure. I think that. Tennessee has like comparable like weapons like on offense like not, I I don't think there's a Xavier worthy necessarily I like I don't think Scroll White's that I don't I don't think they have like an AD Mitchell but they do have guys that can that can get open and here's the thing too is Sark and and hypo run two different offenses but we saw last year that hypo hypo can like he got Coach Saban like a little bit during that game maybe a lot of it like you know what I mean like. I don't know how you don't make an adjustment and just not put the fucking safety on 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 Jalen High at once and everything he did in that game, Bama didn't have an answer for. So, I think that kind of stuff, like like I'm not saying out coach even, but out scheming at least is definitely something that I think Hypo might be able to do.
0: Which game does do Alabama fans want to win more, Tennessee or Alabama?
2: What? We're beat ourselves? You mean Auburn?
0: Oh, oh wait, sorry, uh, t- Tennessee or LSU?
2: I will tell you right now, I, I feel like I, this is like dramatic, but I'm going to say it anyway, because that's kind of my whole shtick. If somebody comes to me right now and they could guarantee me a win over Tennessee, but then say so they, the band might lose the rest of their games the rest of the year, but like guarantee a win. And it was one that I could fucking shame Tennessee fans online for, for a while. I would take the, I would take it, take the deal immediately. It, I would it, like a thousand percent. Um, no, I don't really care about Auburn. Like, like, right now. I don't know. Jordan hair is gonna have to be extra fucking Jesus-y and spooky for this season. If they're going to be anybody, cause they're so bad on offense. I, this one is the one that I, I like more than anything, this one, LSU, this one is the, is the one because like, here's the thing too, Mike, like Bama's lost to LSU. That's a, that's a hard fought game. Like for like over a decade, that was like the, the marquee game in the, in the conference for like about a decade. Mm-hmm. Bama and <laughs> Tennessee, had kind of fallen off from the rivalry because Bama had, you know, won 15 in a row by 26 points per game. And no, like, like few of those games were very, like, very few of those games were close. And then last year happened. And you guys, like, like, I mean, like that was the appropriate response. You stormed the field, you ripped down the goalpost. the timing of whoever put on Dixieland delight, as soon as Josh Heibel's interview ended is still one of the most <laughs> iconic things I've ever fucking watched. On a, like, it was incredible. Um, but yeah, they enjoyed that. They enjoyed that win for a long time, and I think that Bama fans were probably tired of hearing it because they had to hear about it from Georgia fans enough. Yeah. now here's the the other one. Um, I think Tennessee is probably the probably the answer.
0: Now, what if you could throw Georgia in there, though? Is it is Georgia? That, a thousand yeah. percent.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would lose y'all twice. I would lose y'all twice to be Georgia. That like, you know, you know why? Is because just because I I genuinely don't think that that I'll say forty percent of Georgia fans realize that they lost to Alabama the same year they won the national championship. Mm -hmm. I I don't know how many times I've seen somebody like in my mentions being like, yeah, well, Bryce never beat Stetson. And I was like, I don't know how to tell you how inaccurate that is. (laughs)
0: All right. Final question for you, Chris, really appreciate your time. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, when Alabama loses a couple more games to end this season and Nick Saban retires in a couple weeks, Mm -hmm. who's your uh, top candidate to, uh, to replace the GOAT?
2: Oh, so I actually have been doing a a weekly list, a weekly ranking of this. Um, And and I, the one I put out this week, I didn't like the list as much as the one I had the week before. So I'll I'll give you a a couple of them off there. I think that you need a, like a filler, like the the number one guy I'm going after is Dan Lanning right off the bat. I think he, like, he gets it. He's already been in the program. He's like, he, he was like under Kirby. He's had really good success at Oregon already. And I love the brand of football he plays at Oregon. Like, it's not like old Pac-12 stuff or what Oregon needs to do. Um, he knows how to recruit, all that kind of stuff, and he's young. So that's that's number one. That's the first guy to go after. After that, like there's there's part of me that thinks that there's not going to be a guy that's going to want to take that job after Saban because it's going to be miserable. Like they're not going to live up to anything. So what about Dion? Like filler was that Dion? Exactly, exactly. So get Dion in here for like two or three years until he goes to the NFL or something. And like, because at least in the transition, Pepper Pepper says, say the transition that you're going through is going to be fun because you're going to bring in elite recruits. You're going to be like everyone's probably going to like you mm-hmm. because, like, who doesn't like Dion? Um, actually, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> maybe I just going to backfire. But it's like at least it'd be a fun experience, right? Like it, like it'll be the most fun eight and four you'd ever go." <laughs> So, I mean, like like the, I, I grew up watching seven and four Mike dubose teams. And I feel like Deion Sanders 7 and 4 would be a lot more pleasurable experience, except for, for the secretary, of course.
0: Yep. All right. Uh before you go, Chris, tell everybody where can they follow you? Where can they find your show?
2: Uh thank you, man. I appreciate you having me on. Um, so Vern Funquist on Twitter and Instagram. Uh the show is Saturday Football Uncensored. We have new episodes that come out. We have a live episode on Sundays, and we have a um what do you call? It? We have a, a show we put up. We record on Wednesday and comes up that night or Thursday morning. And also, we have a hotline. We've had this where'd you, hotline. Where'd you for get a that idea? What's that?
0: Where'd you get that idea?
2: We've been doing it for three years, Mike. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I got the idea from you. I know. Uh, no, but it's, it's like fun, right? Like it, like we did it the first year and thought we we're gonna have to shut it down because somebody called uh, after the a Florida loss to Bama and got mad and j- just immediately started bringing up, like, my, my ex-fiance. And so we blocked him. We blocked him, We blocked his number, and I swear to God, the next three weeks in a row, we had, a, we had voicemails from the same person at 1.30 in the morning from a Planet Fitness landline. And he, I mean, he was going to get the trolling in. Um, but, yeah, I'll, I'll post it this weekend. I, I don't have the number in front of me, of course, because I'm not prepared for anything ever. Um, but, yeah, Saturday Football Uncensored, we'll do a hotline. We'll just, you know, call us too. We'll love to talk.
0: Absolutely. Well, thank you, my friend. It, uh, good luck this weekend to them oh, Tennessee balls.
2: Thanks, dude. <laughs> All
0: right, so he's always a good sport. So I, I appreciate him coming <laughs> on and uh, letting me troll him for 20 minutes. But let's get into it, Shane. Game of the week here. Yeah. In the SEC, Tennessee at Alabama, number 17, Tennessee, number 11, Bama. Bama favored by eight and a half points at home. Yeah. 330 Eastern, 230 Central, of course on SEC CBS. Over under Shane, 45 and a half is a different ball game than last year when Tennessee won it last year 52-49. Bama leads the all-time series 58-39 with seven old ties in there.
1: Who you like in the
0: Hmm,
1: Man, how great was last year. Smoking that cigar on the yeah. back porch, you know? I mean yeah. that that moment I will never forget for the rest of my life. I will always remember that time beating Bama off a field goal. And we've been waiting for an upset special. Could it be this? Could It could be. Surpri- it could be. Honestly,
0: surprised. I, I hate to interrupt you, Shane. I know you're flowing over there, but I'm used to it. I'm surprised you didn't use your
1: evil powers for this one. Well, again, back to the evil powers. It's, it's when I feel like a team is going to win mm-hmm. big, that's, that's what sparks the lock. When I look at this team and Tennessee and Alabama. Just that wrong. <laughs> yeah, I just, I'm that wrong. I mean, I, I guess it's, it's sad to say, but it's not uh, like I'm out here just saying, Hey, I think, I really think Tennessee's going to win this one. So I'm going to go Alabama. If that were the case, I'd be 11 and one, you know what I'm saying? So I, I, I would love to come out and say that this week about this Tennessee Alabama game, but I really think this comes down the wire. You know, Alabama. They're asking you to change the lock. Change it to Bama. <laughs> change it. Do like CBS flex and double play here. Yeah. Well, I, I will say this again on Alabama. They have taken some major steps forward since Ole Miss game. Right. Ole Miss, Texas AM, Arkansas last week. They let this they, they let it slip a little bit there to tell him, but there was never a true like you were like, oh God, they're gonna, you know, it, it was you knew that some some way, some form, Alabama's going to win this thing. And I feel like that's what's going to happen throughout the season. I feel like Alabama's not the Alabama of the early 2000s. They're 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 a program that is just going to be scrappy. They're going to find ways to win. And a lot of times it's going to be ugly. You know, Jalen has discovered the long ball, which is fantastic, which is g- great for Alabama fans, because that opened up those running lanes. And once that happened, man, they've got three or four Running backs over there, just like Tennessee, that can just take it. You know, all of them can be 100, 100 yard rushers in this game if they want it to be. So, but I've not seen a true receiver step up. You know, besides uh, Burton. You know, when, and that was the Texas A&M game. So, does are we going to have that full play during this week with Tennessee Vols? I don't know if he's going to have time. Tennessee Vols, man, they absolutely love to come back there and <laughs> make, make havoc in the backfield. This defensive front has played out of their damn minds, and I love that because they're going to need it to contain Jalen. That's the biggest threat there is his legs. Does Tennessee do that? Do they have enough gas in the tank? You know, obviously I said the biggest concern I have with the volunteers is the arm of Joe Milton. Mm-hmm. He's going to have to win this game. You you, self, you, you said that it's under 150 is what you're expecting. I mean, in a Josh Hopple offense, that's where we're
0: at right now. We just got a comment, Shane, from Brenda. Joe Milton is like grandma driving a Ferrari.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, and that's where we're at is if he really did grasp this game and took off like we were hoping he would have done, like he did with Clemson, man. You know, there, there's no reason. We go to this game and even a push. You know, I I don't think it's a a nine point spread here, but it is because no one has confidence in in Milton's arm. Right. Except for me this week, Mike. (laughs) I'll tell you right now, a lot of things don't. One of the things that's the the toughest to do, besides push ups, is go down to Tuscaloosa (laughs) and get a victory. By God, them volunteers do it this week town Honda, I've got a score twenty nine. We go for two. Alabama twenty eight. <laughs> <laughs> I think it. I really do think that this is a back and a for, back forth affair. Something wow. maybe even Alabama takes out for a little bit. But that rushing attack that Tennessee has right now, the pressure that they're going to put on Jalen back there, he's not seen anything like that since Texas A and M. they 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 did a good job containing. Them. You know, it's just downfield and Tennessee secondary is playing a lot better. Than the Aggies are right now. So I, I it's a comparison game here. And obviously you got to take the crowd out of it, but I out of all the games, going down to Tuscaloosa is the best I've ever felt about a Tennessee one. Well, the Bama fans are celebrating, and the Tennessee <laughs> fans are a- crying
0: <laughs> in the comments because he Shane picked Tennessee. I didn't lock
1: it. I didn't lock it.
0: Yeah, I mean, this this should be a one hell of a game, Shane. It, yeah. it really should. We got strength on strength. Mm-hmm. Tennessee. Now, these are just SEC stats. Number 10 scoring efficiency offense in the SEC, Tennessee. Bama, number 8 offense. but Bama's got the number 2 scoring defense. Tennessee's got the number 3 scoring defense. So, obviously, low scoring. And and that defensive stop rate I mentioned, Bama, number 17 in the country. Tennessee, number 19 in the country. I mean, these are elite, elite defenses. You hit it yourself, Shane. I mean, uh, Tennessee's biggest advantage on paper looks to be their defensive front against Bama's offensive line. 31 sacks allowed by Bama, 130th in the country. Tennessee is fifth nationally with 24 sacks. If they can get after Milro, and I think Milro, you know, there was uh uh rumors that he was injured yeah. a couple weeks ago. And he's he's played, and not only has he played, he's played well. So I I don't know that he's injured, but he but people have picked up on the fact he's not running. Could that, could he be injured? You know, it it was supposed to be a hamstring injury. Again, I'm speculating, but when a guy like him, that his legs are such, I mean, he may be, I'm I'm not trying to downgrade or disrespect his abilities because, but he's like their best running back Yeah, because he is elite. He may be the best running back in the SEC if if he was a running back, but he's, he's been, he's getting better as a quarterback, like you said, but the fact he's not running it, maybe he's saving it. For yeah. a Tennessee, for an LSU, I don't know. But that is just something that that I have kind of picked up on. How about this, Shane? This game, is, it's going to come down to this. Getting to the red zone and scoring touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Tennessee, number 79 in the country in red zone touchdown percentage. Only 58% of the time they get down there do they score. But Bama's worse, Shane. 88th in the country. Yeah. Only scoring 50. So who takes advantage of those opportunities? Bama sure as hell did it against AM and it won them that game. And AM didn't and it cost them that game. Now, flip it the other way, Shane. Red zone touchdown percentage allowed in Tennessee, number 13. They're elite on the defense. Mm-hmm. Bama, number 26 in the country. They, they don't allow them either. So it's going to come down to those critical plays. And you said it yourself, Shane. I mean, I don't know how you have faith in uh, in Joe Milton to make these, because that's what it, that's what red zone's all about. Yeah, Critical decisions, defense doesn't got as much room to defend, throws, the windows are tighter, plays have got to be made. I've seen Jalen Milrow do it. I've not seen Joe Milton do it, not since the Orange Bowl. So give me Alabama 27, Tennessee 13. I think it's a blowout, blowout city here. Now, I didn't think Tennessee could run on A&M. I don't think they can really run not run wild on Bama. If they do it, God, in Tuscaloosa, they may not get stopped. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just it's just all week you're kind of you're like how can how can we work around the quarterback? You can't win in Alabama at Alabama if we have to work around the quarterback. Right. It, it, this this is going to take Joe Milton to have an elite performance. And if he does, they will win. Yeah. But if he doesn't, they will lose. And odds based on what I've seen, the odds say
1: that does not happen. Mm, 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 mm. Tennessee grad over here. Look at am Afraid of all them Bama callers there on fine bomb. It finally <laughs> caught up. <laughs> finally caught up to them. I get you. I get what you're saying. But, you know, the thing about Tennessee is they, they find ways to win. Yeah. They just find it. Like, so does Bama. Texas a and didn't. I, I told you I didn't think that they'd win. You know, I wanted them to win. But I just I, I felt like A and M was just too damn good, and then guess what? They find a way to win, and it's not because of Joe. One thing that that I did see late in that game last week with A and M was he did finally start running, and a lot of that was, I think, coach initiated, which I think that's what we're going to have to do with with Alabama here. Maybe some design quarterback runs early just to get him comfortable with doing that, right? Um, because the, the lanes are there sometime and, um, downfield passing, right? Like you said, you're going to have to stretch the field. And when he does get one there, the guy's got to complete it. They got to make the catch, but yeah. I'm with you. I, I, I've been, I've been a Vol fan for 41 years, Mike, and going into these Alabama games, you always got that, that feel. You know, like I hope we don't screw this one up. You know, (laughs) I hope it's not the third quarter and I hate my life. You know, that's kind of what we're going into. I don't, I don't think that's going to be the case. I, I I really do think this is going to be a tight ball game, and it may come down, it may come down to the wires. So uh, that way, I, that's why I got it really close here.
0: Yeah, and penalties too. We're we're seeing it in the comments. I mean, penalties killed Bama. Yeah, uh, last season in this match, they, they've been killing Bama for a couple seasons in a row now. Uh, that, that's what really killed Tennessee at Florida, Mm -hmm. you know, false starts, holdings, all that garbage. And we, we saw a lot of that even against Mm A&M that killed them too. So, you know, take it for what it's worth. Some people think it's corrupt and the home team, home team gets all the calls. I don't buy that, but, but I may, I may buy
1: it by saying On the other side of that, you know, one of the things that we attack or, you know, we've been attacking Nick Saban is some of those. You know, in game adjustments. Uh, obviously, he he's been doing. It seems like it's getting a little bit better, especially halftime and stuff. But right. there's some d- s- dumb mistakes that that get made by these players, and there's some dumb mistakes I feel like gets made from this coaching staff. Do you think uh, a close game we may see? Some- well, let me let me flip it on this, Mike. If if the game's kind of like we said last week, if they end the way you say they end this 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 weekend, mm-hmm. what's the headlines? What do you think what do you think your headlines would be? Hmm. If if Bama wins big? B- Bama wins big. Yeah. Do you think that's leading the headline? Bama beating big or beating. Tennessee I think the headline's gonna be Lane Kiffin screwed up again because we <laughs> double locked. I mean that yeah. that'll be the biggest storyline. You, you did predict them to win. So right, let's just right. say it plays out okay, exactly the way you predicted.
0: Uh, yeah, if I get all right for the first time, uh I think the storyline will be. Hmm. I mean, I think, I think it's Beamer still. No, I, I unfortunately because I always hate this when it's we're sitting here October nineteenth and we're talking, but it'll be, the SEC East. Uh, well, I guess we could throw Missouri in there too, but the the SEC West will be decided because uh, when Bama and LSU, I think that that'll be the storyline, and then uh, Georgia Florida coming up, that may dis- decide the East. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I think that'll be the big storyline. I think it'll be Bama's making a run uh, once again. Right. Because they're winning ugly, they're winning dirty, they're getting better. And, of course, see, here's the thing. Everybody's buying into Bama, except for me. Yeah. You know, it seems like I'm on an island over here. Right. I mean, I'm just calling it like I see it. They're, they're barely beating Arkansas and A&M, who sucks, and South Florida. I mean, I guess nobody else is watching those games. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, the storyline, I guess, will be... Bama's for real, and yeah. Bama's getting better and savings coach of the year, finest coaching job. I've, I've yeah. heard I've heard a dozen people say, this is the best coaching job old, Saint, old done. Yeah. doing. I'm like, my God, he's <laughs> loaded roster. I mean, I bought into that for a minute, but it, I think I was just trying to get them off my back. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think that'll be a narrative. Uh, Mizzou, I, I think that'll be a narrative. If they barely win, as I predicted, they'll be like, yeah, ooh. They're they're not they're not beating Georgia right, and that's probably that's probably what they want them thinking. Yeah, they don't you don't want to beat South Carolina by four touchdowns and catch Georgia's attention, right? You want to slide into those games, you know <laughs> what I mean? You want to slide into Tennessee and Georgia week. I think if you're a Mizzou fan, how, how about you? If if things go your way, what what's the storyline?
1: Well, I, I think a big a big win in Tuscaloosa. You're gonna it's gonna be hard not to have Nick Saban at the top of that headline. You know, maybe not decaying dynasty because I had a one-point win, but, you know, who's the best in the way? It's almost funny because I think if Tennessee beats, if everything goes exactly the way I – you want to talk about chaos on the West and the East. You've got a lot of one-loss programs in the East. you got a lot of teams that could potentially still make a run in the SEC championship on the West. Nothing's – you know, I think about all the years of football we watched. A lot of that's usually locked up by now. Like, okay, this is our team. This is our team. But if Mizzou destroys South Carolina, we're saying, okay, well, really, we can't just pencil in Georgia because if Mizzou beats Georgia, then they're the best, you know, in the East. Or same thing with Tennessee. Tennessee's, Georgia's. I mean, there's so much. If it plays out like I think it's going to play, that we, we, we don't know. We have no idea who's going to be in the SEC championship. Right. We have assumptions. We assume. We assume Georgia is going to be there. We assume maybe Alabama is going to be there. But it shows vulnerability if a team like Tennessee comes down and beats Alabama at home. I think that's your that's your headline. And and one I forgot, that I kind of overlooked mm-hmm. for the storylines. If
0: Arkansas gets a win, particularly yeah. if it's a big win, yeah, I think there's going to be some talk that uh, they could be a real spoiler. And they could flip it quick. Right. Because every game's winnable. They just went through the damn gauntlet. Not a single one of those games, except for BYU, they shouldn't have lost BYU. But after that, none of those games were at home. Yeah. And they were competitive. And they've been written off by a lot of people. And if they win big, beat a team that's coming off a bye at home, and then we got all these, and they'll have two weeks to prepare for Florida. It is in Gainesville, that ain't going to be easy. But Florida's going to be coming off the Georgia game. I think that's a, that'll be an underrated storyline. That maybe maybe Arkansas is on the on the ups. They're going to catch a
1: lot of folks here. Mm-hmm. Beamer yeah. too, though. I mean, yep. we don't know if he on crutches. Has he got one of them little scooters? <laughs> What's the parking situation? Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I think that'll be a big storyline. You're would, Beamer, Beamer, and everything. And are, are we going sideways? What are we doing right. here? And people are going to. I've already started to hear it, Shane. What's this team going to look like with no Spencer Rattler next year? Right. With no Leggett. Yeah. With no Juice Wells. I don't know that they're all gone, but I th- I think they I think they will be. Yeah. Um, now I know they they were fired up as hell for the backup sellers, mm-hmm. but everybody's fired up about the backup that's never yeah. played right until we've seen them. Tennessee fans were fired up about Joe Milton. Yeah, get his ass out of here. You know, uh, f- fans are fired up about uh, this quarterback that. Quarterback, I mean, all of them. Yeah. And then once, once all we, of them, that are Devin Leary. Saturday, yeah. Devin Leary, he's gonna win the Heisman. Yeah. Oh my God, we got to. We got a problem with Devin Leary. You know what I mean? There's time and time again, we can pump these guys up, but until we actually see them, we don't know what they are. Hell, there were people, there were LSU, legitimate, not, not a ton, but there were fans saying, we have to start Garrett Nussmeier. Do yeah. you see what he did against Georgia in the SEC championship? <laughs> Jaden Daniels is not the guy that'll get us over the top. Now they're all kissing his ass. I wish they should <laughs> right. to win the Heisman because yeah. he's been outstanding. So we even do it to players that play well. Yeah. But the other guy could be better. You know what I mean? Like that's crazy. No, it's crazy. It's... Well, we did have real quick Shane. Yeah. Ten dollars. Jaden Brinkley uh threw us ten bucks. Could you see Will Muschamp taking over for a, uh, at A and M after they fire? <laughs> or I know you were already on Muschamp yeah. for an SEC job. I just don't see it. Because no. he's had two opportunities and he's blown it. And I think he's just a I think he's a great assistant. And he even wants. As someone mentioned in the comments. He's the last coach to beat Kirby yeah. in, a, in a regular season SEC game. I'm not saying he's terrible, but that's a hard pitch to make the A&M fans. The guy that couldn't get it done at Florida
1: or South Carolina or South Carolina. Yeah, no. we we're
0: going to give him his third shot. You're you're basically trading one Jimbo for another. We'll we we'll must it. I
1: think it's an. I, and I think it's an offensive guy. You know that's the biggest holdup right now, Texas A&M. Well, up to you know, up to this, this season, I guess the efficiency's gotten a little bit better, but I think you lean more offense than defense, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, much champs. I, I still think he's going to get another shot. It's, he's hard, He's one of the best recruiters in the business. Uh, one of the, one of the, I think best defensive minds in the game, you know, he's just, he's got to, he's got to find somebody else to, to help him carry that offense. And you know how it is. It's, it's, it's one hire, it's one recruiting class, it's one quarterback. You're talking about how good Daniels is. You know, if, if LSU would have whiffed on that, you know, who knows where they would be right now. If, if you know, we saw Hendon Hooker came in with Tennessee, nobody was going after Hendon Hooker. Nobody wanted him. And then nope. all of a sudden, he's the reason a Tennessee won 11 games, you know. Not, not the only reason, but a, a huge part of that. And you could see a good quarterback can make you and a, and a bad quarterback can break you. So, um, yeah, I'm not ruling out Muschamp, but again, he would need a. he ain't getting the A&M job. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, maybe Mississippi state. I don't think something. there's any, I don't think they hire from the sec or I really don't. I don't yeah. see None of the coordinators or anything like that. I mean, the big names, they're not leaving, you know, where they're at. I, I wouldn't think to come to, to Texas. Who? No. Well, I mean, that would scare yeah Yeah. Stop that. Get that shit out of here. After
0: he gets his big yeah. Alabama with I was you. worried about the Oklahoma. I'm glad
1: they're winning before they come over here. You know, don't have to worry about that for a while. Right. I don't think he's ever going to Oklahoma. <laughs> All right, buddy,
0: uh, you got anything else before we help off? No, man. They're saying but- Butch Jones saying him? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bet mean, there's a lot of people that would love to see that, you know. <laughs> yep. All right, well, I appreciate you, buddy. I appreciate each and every one of you, especially those that showed up for the live chat. Enjoy the games this weekend. And, uh, again, be on the lookout, live – or not a live, but uh, video, Chris Marler interview. That will be post-Friday on the channel. But uh, we'll catch you on next. All right, see you guys. Go
1: balls! Hey, buddy, this beer's for you, Mike, and Cousin Shane. That SEC podcast loves the Pirate, and the Pirate loves that
2: SEC podcast. Hail State.